0: Hello everyone, I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. The host for this episode is Wumi Adikambi. Wumi immigrated 10 years ago from Nigeria, where she was a post secondary instructor and researcher and led a youth empowerment nonprofit. Wumi is passionate about people, information, and solutions in that order. Wumi is the organizer and host of Immigrant Techies Alberta, a tech enthusiast group for skilled immigrants who are in or are interested in pivoting to tech careers and startups. And now, Wunmi takes us on an informative journey with her guest, Drew Thomas. Take it away, Wunmi.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rainforest Podcast. I am Wunmi Adekunbi, and I'll be your host today. My guest on the show today is Drew Thomas. Drew is a communications professional and educator with over seven years of nonprofit, government, and industry experience where he has worked to advance digital teaching and learning practices at diverse organizations. Currently, he's the lead for the Center for Social Impact Technology, a citywide knowledge hub for nurturing dialogue, learning and action on the convergence of social innovation and digital technology innovation. The center works to catalyze an innovation ecosystem in Calgary around technology that is not only socially beneficial, but socially transformative. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Glad to be here. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, other than what I just said? Like, what was the attraction for you? How did you find yourself in the social innovation space? What What led you here?
2: Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's sort of a unique pathway, I think. My background has mostly been in arts and heritage and the management of, of heritage data. So a lot of working within archives and working with data sets of you know, photographs from archaeological sites and cultural sites from across the world. And in my professional life, working a lot with nonprofit organizations trying to to integrate technology into their work. It just sort of felt like there was a lot of great opportunity between working within sort of a nonprofit or social impact space and, and trying to integrate technology into that work. So getting into this social innovation space is definitely not not my first you know, space of, of interest or, or industry that I've been connected to, but it's something that I think is really important as we start to see those digital transformations and uh, something that for me is uh, is really fascinating to see the the sort of cross pollination between social impact, technology, and innovation, and all the really interesting work that's happening in Calgary. So, from a from a, an engagement and uh, community development space, it's really really fascinating place to be, and I'm excited to be part of that now.
1: And how do you see Calgary? How, how far is Calgary in this continuum of social innovation transformation? would you say we are making like traction do we have traction in that space yet or is this just beginning to bud and yeah how do you see our city tracking in that area
2: yeah i think it's 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 interesting because often when we talk about what's happening in calgary when we share with you know national and international partners what what What's going on in the city, they're surprised at the amount of different kinds of work that's happening here and the really interesting things that are happening within tech in the city. I think I, I don't go a week without talking to someone and sharing a project that's happening either within the tech startup space or or within you know, some of the nonprofit digital transitions that we're, we're working with that really doesn't exist elsewhere. And it's exciting to see that that reputation start to be picking up other places. I'd say that it's not something that everyone knows. I, I know that that's something that uh, you know, everyone wants to share those, those successes, but it's something that I think is growing and people are starting to recognize in other spaces and looking to Calgary and to Alberta to, to see that work.
1: Can, can you speak a little bit more about this center? How did it come about? What other organizations are involved? And what, how do you get involved if we want to? What's, what's the mandate really? How 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 does a tech company, for example, get aligned with your organization? What does that look like?
2: For sure. Well, the center itself is a is a collaboration of nonprofits, tech companies, post secondary institutions in Calgary, and interested groups and organizations. So, for tech specifically, often we we get our questions around how to to engage with nonprofits and some of the things that we do to try and support those increases is we have different workshops, webinars, meetups, those sorts of things that allow people to, to come together, to have that cross-pollination from the tech sector through to, to nonprofits, but also to, to build some of those skills of, of communication between both groups. And often it's really just about relationship building and, and having those, those opportunities to, to reach out to one another. There are some really great examples in the city around partnerships that already exist, models that exist in the city. And uh, we're trying to bring those models uh, within the city and across the country together to, to make it easier for people to, to make those partnerships work.
1: Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the current projects you're working on? Community building initiatives or, yeah, what can we look out for?
2: Yeah, so we, we have a lot of opportunities to provide to people the chance to come together to share their thoughts. And really what's been great is, is the, uh, the chance to see the work that's already happening to to uh, get to hear a little bit about what's going on. and. Work with groups like Rainforest and and uh, others in Alberta that are doing some of this work that are sharing and projecting this work already, and trying to to make those connections with other groups that maybe don't have those connections already to make it easier for people who are learning and growing in Calgary to to see opportunities in social impact tech within the city, and also just to have those opportunities to meet and, and grow an identity around our, our social innovation space.
1: So on your website and in your in your bio also that you looking for projects that are not just socially beneficial, but also socially transformative. So so I'm thinking when we look at some problems, some wicked social problems, right? It's easy for us to say, how do we solve this? Let's just look for a solution that just plugs the hole, something that just fills the current gap we have. But when we talk about being socially transformative, I interpret that to mean being actually proactive in solving these problems, preventing why we got there in the first place. So will that be correct as how you your center interprets that? So what does it mean exactly to tackle things at a socially transformative level rather than just creating benefits for the society?
2: Absolutely. And that's the challenge. So when we uh, often when we talk about uh, the center, we, we are asked to you know, what is social impact technology? How do you differentiate from any of the other responsible tech or, or other categories that already exist? And often what we say is, is that we're looking at those, those solutions that are transformative, that make changes, that that do solve some of those wicked problems. And really it's about taking that longer view, not just looking at how we solve social issues in the short term, but looking at the ways that those social issues developed and, and finding solutions that have long-term applicability and 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 looking at the ways that nonprofits, uh, social impact organizations and and for-profit organizations can partner to address those those issues. One of the great examples within the city that I think is, is important to note is, is around developing um, partnerships between for-profit entities that have solutions with nonprofit organizations that have the access to community, that have the, the interest within communities to to make those connections useful and to to allow people to to access those tools who need them immediately, but also to support the development of those tools long-term. And a great example in Calgary at the moment, included by Design and Crucial, the app focused on accessibility within restaurants and, and locations throughout the cities, partnered with a local nonprofit and a program called Calgary Dollars to make it easier for people who are accessing local currencies, who are accessing digital currencies that are aimed at creating a circular economy to also promote accessibility within the city. And it's just sort of leveraging those those connections and opportunities to solve problems longer term, and making it easier for us to to not live in silos in, in in addressing some of those issues. Often when we talk about those those wicked problems, it's it's really easy for us to sort of try and break them down as opposed to address them all together. So transformative tech, technology shift can really look at the ways that we're, we're working as a society, the ways that we're collaborating between industries and the opportunities for those, those technological shifts to make life better for, for Calgarians in general. And that's a bigger question. you know, What does that look like in, in a perfect world is, is, is a lot of what we're talking about in those webinars, but it's an opportunity for us to come together and have those conversations to make those partnerships work and to see where, where those, uh, those collaborations can take us.
1: So how how does do, does the organization collaborate specifically with governments on policy issues, systemic design, strategy? Because many of these things are wrong at the very design level when you don't when you don't design at the margins, you already cut off some people, right? I mean the pandemic was one period that really showcased how much digital inequity we have in a society where at a point, some students could not get access to remote learning because there were no computers in some rural areas or there were no strong network, Wi-Fi and stuff like that. So is there a definitive approach with government in terms of policy and design?
2: So in regards to policy, yeah, a lot of what we're doing is partnering with other organizations that are doing a lot of great work in that space. I think the center is sort of bubbling up from from conversations that exist nationally that have been going on for a few years. Some great examples of of these conversations that we're trying to be a part of and to support and promote are, are coming from organizations like Future of Good or All Tech is Human, those national and international organizations that are sharing these concerns with digital equity, that are sharing concerns with the digital divide. and Really, the center came up from those conversations, developing as sort of a response to that at a local level. We work with organizations like Cinder, the Canadian Center for Nonprofit Digital Resilience, and other organizations across Canada that are popping up at a more regional level to try and address these issues and to to provide the sort of background information that is necessary for those policy shifts to take place. So the center itself really lives in that local and regional level, trying to, to bring information together to, to highlight and share those conversations that are happening all over, and also to try and take the, the examples and the practical applications that are happening in Calgary and, and transplant them to other other locations as well. So often we're, we're sharing information from, from the national, international level here, having those conversations, but also having events and opportunities to to create models that might work in other jurisdictions to see if what works in Calgary may work in Vancouver or Toronto and trying to build those, those, those communication opportunities so that we can we can share them, that they can be tools that other people can use and that we can you know, participate in that space at a policy level. I mean, I think that personally, I would, I would love to be more involved in the policy space around digital equity and data sovereignty. I think that it really depends for the center on, on you know, how many partnerships that we can make to, to support the work that's already happening as opposed to trying to recreate the wheel for ourselves.
1: So what do you, what do you say to tech companies that want to be socially responsible, who don't necessarily think they are social impact tech. So how, where do they begin to be better aligned in terms of social responsibility and ethics? There are companies that are essentially social enterprises where the impact mission is woven into their purpose and all of that. So it's kind of easier for those to, de- to define their social impact. But so for a typical software as a service company that just wants to solve a problem, how can they operate in the mindset of responsible digital responsibility?
2: For sure. I think that that's, a, that's an interesting question that we often get around. You know, well, we're, we're not social impact tech. We're, we're a social enterprise. We're, we're trying to solve this particular issue. Or we have a technological solution that we're trying to, to get to market that we think is going to you have application in, in you know, social impacts or will have social impacts of its of its own. And I think that it's really just a, around the mindset of, of identifying the, uh, the results of your technology and, uh, and thinking a little bit about how those, those social impacts affect every aspect of what you're doing with your work. Not everyone will think of themselves as social impact technology is a, a very broad term, but everyone has an aspect of their work that does have impacts and you can start to think about your your role within that that organization and, and how your your perspective or your work shapes things around you and I, and one of the partners that we work with at the moment is tech stewardship a program focused on finding those those tensions within our work if you're working within a, a large corporate entity or you're working with a, in a, a large tech company you might not see yourself as having a social impact but there's different ways to start to integrate that that thought process into your work and have it as as a reflection a thought uh, process around you know how are we doing this and what is the result that's going to to take place and how can we make sure that those results are positive socially that they provide solutions for community and that they're not creating further problems down the road
1: and even the way a company gets their data it's also important that they source all the all the stakeholders all the impacted people so if you're feeding an artificial intelligence tool with with stereotypical data, right? So you're just going to keep perpetrating the errors that we are trying to solve. The pro- some of the problems we are trying to solve. So even if a company doesn't think they, ha- in terms of their impact, there's a social aspect to it. They can develop it into their operational model to be socially responsible in disseminating information, gathering tools for their work. Engaging staff, well, how, do they, how do they get their staff? Do they just stay in their circle of influence already where they already know people by word of mouth, referral, that's how they get their staff? That means they're automatically cutting off a subset of people that are not in that circle. So being, I'm just thinking that being socially responsible is not only about your product, it could be about your operations, it could be about your engagement and, and all of that.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Not just at an individual level, but a lot of that, that translation into an organizational structure or an organizational interest in, in, in ensuring your your company's acting in a, in a socially responsible way is a big part of that as well.
1: Which of the UN sustainability goals would you say you are much more aligned to or just is the driver?
2: That's so tough. I, I don't know if I can I can speak to a specific one for for the whole organization, but one of the ones that I'm really passionate about personally is responsible consumption and production. When we're talking about Calgary as a, the tech hub and in, in the space for technology innovation, I think that there's a question around how we make this an industry that supports Albertans, that supports Calgarians, that focuses on Reproducing that cycle of, of of production within in Alberta. So, you know, how do we make this sustainable? How do we make sure that there is an opportunity for people who are learning within within Alberta, who are learning in Calgary and throughout the province, to to be able to work and and see themselves working within a tech field, but also working within a social impact organization? And how do we make that really really clear so that people can can work and live within that that identity to work and live within Alberta on those issues that they're passionate about without feeling like they need to to leave to to find opportunities. So it's really about, you know, having those conversations that make it easier for everyone to understand a little bit that space where, where we need to be identifying those those opportunities for, for learning within the province, but also figuring out how we make this into something that is sustainable for the long term and and really identifying those those issues that we 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 see from other jurisdictions who have made that transition towards more tech focused economies and and trying to figure out what what is our version of that going to look like and how can we make that the most accessible and open version that we we can really. Well
1: so what would you say is the biggest challenge that your center is facing right now? Yeah. Where where would you want more awareness in the larger ecosystem or how can we help? How can how can the Calgary tech and innovation ecosystem
2: help? It's a great question, and one of the things that we're always working on is is creating those partnerships and and developing connections with people who are already doing this work. Uh, the center exists as a as a hub, and we're we're not necessarily you know producing everything that's happening in social impact within the city. We're definitely not doing that. We're we're often working with groups that are already doing this work and and trying to project and share with other organizations that could benefit from from those connections. So. The best thing that we can do at the moment, the best thing that uh, would help the center is in, in developing those connections with other groups who maybe don't see themselves in that space or, or really are, are, are listening to this and saying, you know, that's us. Why are we not connected to this and, and reaching out and having those opportunities to, to work on things together? The center likes to work with you know, anyone who's interested in, in addressing questions of uh, social impact and technology in any way that they'd like. We have conversations, webinars, written content, articles, blogs, those sorts of things. And it's really just from developing those connections and sharing the uh, perspectives from Calgarians and Albertans that are interested in the space that we really get to to build on what we're doing. So we're driven by interest. We're we're collaborative first and often more interested in making connections and developing those relationships with people that are already doing the work and, and wanting to do that work than in trying to do things on our own. So reaching out, connecting, sharing what you're working on, sharing what you'd like to see from a center for social impact tech. Or what you think the main issues are is a huge part of supporting what we're doing.
1: Okay, so one last question for you, Drew. Tell us something about yourself that we won't find on your LinkedIn profile.
2: You're asking the wrong guy, but I, you know, I guess cool and interesting. I guess the best thing I can say is, you know, when I'm not doing this work, when I'm not connecting with people with the center, I often like to work with heritage projects and, and developing local Canadian and Calgarian history projects that connect art and history and try and make some of the things that have happened in the past a little bit more accessible. Um, so if you are ever interested in sharing a story or a little bit of your history from your community, I would love to to chat and see if we can share those uh, other ways as well.
1: Does that include stories, like maybe stories of immigrants or or is it typically just Calgary, Calgary origin stories that you
2: I'm interested in everything. I, I think, uh, you know, if you could, you can't see it in the podcast, but in behind me, you can see all of my local history, and things And I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah. So anything that's, uh, you know, focused on Alberta and Canada and to local history here in Calgary, I'm, I'm very interested in. And, you know, I'd love to hear more stories about immigration to Calgary as well and sharing some of those too.
1: How do we contact you in that regard?
2: For sure. You can reach out to via LinkedIn as well. Happy to, to connect with anyone who's interested in hearing a little bit more about the center or just connecting with me and chatting out a little bit more about what we're up
1: to. Okay. Thank you so much, Drew. Thank you for this interesting conversation.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time. If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode was brought to you by New Idea Machine. We build great custom software while bridging the gap between education and experience. New Idea Machine makes your ideas real.